0: Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast episode number 50. I'd like to honor, tell you it's an honor and privilege to be here to teach the Word of God to you and share with you what this pod, God put on my heart with this podcast. As you know, my name is Pastor Ron Weaver, your host. And through this podcast today, in our Bible study, we're going to learn about God will bring you through. And then... From the God teaches us in different ways segment, from jealous to joy. And then we're going to, last segment, take prayer requests and our closing remarks for the podcast. So we got a lot to get to here. So we'll be right back after these messages and we we'll are get into the podcast. Be right back after these messages. If you want to know about all sports information, go to YouTube, go to the search bar, and type in Charge It to the Game podcast. And you will get all you need to know about the world of sports from this podcast on YouTube. I am a describer, and I recommend you to subscribe to this podcast, too. It helps me through my day and learn about all the sports that I need to know about to help my dad. Again, go to YouTube, subscribe to Charge It to the Game podcast, and you'll be glad you did. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 50 of Season 1. As you know, I'm your host, Pastor Ron Weaver. And like I said earlier, I count it an honor and privilege to be here to share with you the Word of God. So we're getting ready to go into our Bible study here. So if you got your Bibles with you, open them up to the book of 2 Corinthians. The book of 2 Corinthians with me. And that is in the New Testament. For some people that may not know, you'd be surprised second corinthians of 2nd Corinthians, and we're going to look at chapter 1, book of of 2nd Corinthians, chapter number 1, I'm just giving everyone time to get there, and we're going to look at verse 3, and it says, blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercy, and the God of all comfort. Grace be to you, and peace from God our Father, and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercy, and the God of comfort. So what this is telling us here, this comes that we're going to be blessed of God the Father, and our Lord Jesus Christ. For their love. Mercy. And their comfort. You might be saying. Well Pastor Ron. What are you talking about here? What do you mean? I know that God loves me. I know that God's have mercy for me. I know that. He takes care of me. And I know that he will comfort me. If that's true. Why do. Many Christians out there suffer from depression. If that's true, why do many Christians go out and try to do things themselves? If that's true, why do many Christians, like David did, cry in their bed and soak their bed with tears night after night? Because we're not knowing that God has got comfort us. And take care of us. And God direct us. So we're going to learn today. This Bible study. Is God will bring you through. And again. It's from our. Book that we're going through right now. Bible study book. That we're going through right now. Faith. Hope and courage. In a changing time. Which we're all going in a changing time right now. Now. We just seen that God can bring us through situations. Any situation. From spiritual, physical, mental, you name it. God can bring us through. But the key is (coughs) we got to be willing to let God do it. God is not going to interfere. Because he don't want a bunch of robots serving him. He wants people that are willing, that are willing to serve him. Alright? And do exactly what he wants us to do. But he wants us to make that will. And sometimes our will gets in our way. Alright? Now... God will lead you in the paths that they are that are not known to you that made dark before them. So if you're in a new situation, a new job, a new church, a new relationship, a new destination of trying to find something on the road, God promises us here in his word which is Isaiah forty two sixteen, that he will lead us through all the dark alleys of our life. Now I'm kind of paraphrasing a little bit, but that's basically what that scripture is telling us. God will lead them through and the have not known, and will make their light before them. In other words, when you're in these unknown places. And you bring him along and you ask him to come along. If you pray over that car before you go to that new place, if you pray over your life before you go to that new business, if you pray over your life before you start a dating with that person or being a friend with that person, God will illuminate. And if you ask Him and help you and guide you and help you get. Through what you need to do. The thing is here. Doing it. Okay. God knows your needs. Need him. And he's there for you. And he'll be there. When everybody and everything else fails you. Okay. Now. I'm not saying now that you're not going to weep. And you're not going to have frustrations. You're not going to have things where things go wrong in your life. You're going to have things go wrong in your life. That's inevitable. That's life. And sometimes our decisions, we don't make the decisions exactly right the way we should. Or sometimes we forget in, in, to include God. So it seems like we might be weeping for the night. Or sometimes we might have that situation where Job, like experiences, like Job had. Where the devil and God was God was speaking, talking Job up. And the devil got so mad, said, well, let me do this to him. If you allow me to do this, this, and that, he'll reject you. And turn his back on you. Well, we find out that Job went through a lot of hardship. Job made one false claim about his righteousness is better than God's. And God checked him for that, but he never did turn his back on God. The devil lost that feat. And let me tell you something, saints. The devil's out there trying to bring you down. He's up there in heaven trying to Get permission for God to go against you. But if you stay faithful. And you keep asking God for help. The Bible promises us. There's a way of escape. In every situation that we're going through in our lives. Going on in our lives. But we got to ask God for help. Even in the weeping time. That maybe we forgot. And if we do this. We're going to look back and realize that God's grace protected us, provided for us, and secured us, and calmed us, and comforted us, and brought us through these times of change and seasons. As always, he's God, and he's the God of comfort. In other words, if we let, if we let God take control. Sit on the throne room of our lives. We're going to find out that God can take a situation. That might be crying in the night. And fix it. Even if we didn't let him in there right away. And we'll find out when we look back. That God was involved with every step of the process. When we included him. Now. God does have. Things where. Reminders come up to bring him in. Sometimes it's a pastor's message. Sometimes it's a teach Sunday school teacher's message. Sometimes he'll provide a billboard to go up. Sometimes it's a, a secular song or a Christian song you're listening to that will reference into something. And it will get a remark out of us or a thought out of us. But we got to take that hint when God say, here, I'm here to help you. We've got to actually go to him and let him help us. You know, I'd rather look back at my life and see where God brought me through. Not bad pieces of my life where I look back and I see things messed up. And there's times in my life I did went back and things were messed up in my life. But you know what? I look back now and I see God in every area of my life when i let him in it and i see how god carried me how god comforted me how god loved on me how god protected me how god helped me through all these situations a lot of christians sit back out there how did god why did god let this happen it wasn't that he wanted it to happen he gave you a choice you chose not to listen to him you chose not to listen to his his direction his leading when he told you to go right, you went left. When he told you to go left, you went right. When he told you to go straight, you went backwards. Let me tell you something, saints. That's what it all builds on. God will bring us through, but we got to let him bring us through. We got to let him be a part of our lives. We got to let him guide us. And it is worth it. It is worth it in the end. Why? Because God knows the middle, the beginning, and the end of our lives. We only know the life that we're living right now, this second. <clears throat> if you could see my hands, I'm holding up. Very close hands, to almost clapping. Saying, that's how much of life that we see. God sees it all. And we got to learn to start trusting Him. And I know i said this message over and over on this podcast. And... For maybe some of the listeners that listen from God's Internet Church, I say that a lot for my preaching. But like I say then, if it comes back up, there's a reason why it's coming back up. Because God wants you to hear it. So what have we learned here today? We learned this. God will bring us through, but we got to be willing to let him bring us through. we got to be willing to let him take command. We gotta be willing to let him sit on the throne room of our lives. We gotta be willing to go right when he says right. We gotta be willing to go left when he says left. We gotta be willing to go straight when he says straight. We gotta be willing to go backwards when he says backwards. We gotta be willing to let him carry us when he wants to carry us. Just like our fathers and our mothers, we gotta let. Them, him guide us. And the way to do that is by asking Him every day of our lives to come and sit on the, our, throne, our throne of life, to give it to Him and guide and direct us throughout the day, through our physical, through our mental, and through our relationships and everything else processes that we go through every day. And you will look back on that day that it was a, a, a Successful, complete a day because God helped you through whatever coming your way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. Oh, God is good all the time. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you Jesus oh hallelujah hallelujah oh hallelujah. <_prising and flows> Hallelujah. da Hallelujah. 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 My children. But as for you. Just like I wrote. In Psalms da da Come to my house. da 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 And the multitude of my mercies. And your fears will go away. And worship there. Come to me children. Come. Share with me. Guide me. Let me guide you. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. And for the ones that don't know what that just happened here. We went into the baptism of the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit leading. And then he gave me the interpretation of this unknown language to tell us that we need to come into his house where his mercy is and lay our fears with him and worship towards his holy temple. In other words, we got to let him basically, God saying what I just said, we got to let him be God. Hallelujah. 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 God is good. And he's good all the time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We'll be right back after these messages. And then when we come back, we'll be going into God Teaches Us in a Different Way segment. We'll be right back after these messages. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain it's free. There are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor would distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on sp- sp- Spoofy, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum, minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make podcasts in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 50 of season one. And we just had a beautiful, beautiful time with God, confirming everything I said about our Bible study. God will bring us through. And, but we got to invite, go to him and invite him to guide us and direct us for him to bring us through. We're going to go into our next segment now and it's called God teaches us in different ways. And basically what God gives, lead me to do here with this is to read, um, Things from Magazine Christian Stories. And right now, God's led me to read from a weekly journal, Journey from Practical Christian Living. And it's part of the Assembly of God Sunday School package for the adults. And this one is called, the story is called From Jealousy to Joyful. All right. And it says, four-bedroom, two-level ho- lovely hardwood floors, a huge kitchen complete with an island counter, and trees outside every window. I was envious. It was the first time I'd been inside my fr- friend D's home. Although I admire her spacious custom-built house on a severe, several wooded acres, that unwanted span of jealousy attacked my heart again. A dark, ugly feeling and troubled me before I often compared myself to, to my more affluent friend, my Bible study com- companion. Bertha, a loan officer in a bank, had a snack a knack for making money. She seems to attract it without even trying. My pastor husband, husband, Kevin, and I struggle to make ends meet in our on our salary. My work supervisor, Lori, pre- d- dresses as if she just stepped out of my fashion magazine. Most of my clothes have been given to me by friends who clean out their closets, and then of course, there was D, and her dream home. We lived in a fifty-year-old parsonage. Why do you, why do you bless some people more than others, Lord? I complained. We had, we are hardworking. We title, we tie, and give to missions. Why do we struggle financially? I was envious of those who had more than I did, and mad at God for not equalizing our status. It's not that I wanted my friends to have less, I simply wanted more than God had given me. I wrestled in prayer, questioning God's choices, and then condemned myself for the jealousy that rose in my heart every time. Bertha told me about a bonus she received at work, or Lori would wore a new outfit. I tried to rejoice with those who God blessed them, the things. I wanted my mouth spoke the words. I am so happy for you while they? while my heart argued that life wasn't fair. What was wrong with me? I've been a Christian since I was eight. And a pastor wife for decades. Why couldn't I overcome that green eye monster? Sometimes wasn't working. I felt helpless and frustrated. That's when I decided to do what I should have done in the first place: ask God for an ideal. Gratitude changes for attributes. One morning, as I was praying about this dilemma. For the thousandth time, I thought, slipped quietly into my heart, even stemmed from not being grateful. I knew God was speaking. I could almost see a light bulb hanging in the mid-air above my head, and changing from murky gray to shining yellow. "'You're right, Lord,' I said. "'I have been thank- have been thankful for all your goodness.' I've been focusing on everyone else. I haven't been thankful for your goodness. I've been focusing on everyone else, blessing and forgetting mine. Please forgive me. Help me to be content, to love the life you chose to give me. <clears throat> it would be shaken, it will result in good things. Perhaps God's people will finally learn to trust him. Perhaps lost souls will repent and surrender to Jesus. Perhaps the leaders of many nations will awaken to their errors and turn to God for wisdom. But this one thing I know for sure, my own perspective has greatly changed. I am still praying, still getting down on my knees to intercede for people and the nations i love and i will bury my head in the seats of my recliners however i smile every time i raise my head and watch the fabric diamond pattern shift from huge to its normal size that's visual judgment has served as a constant reminder that's why my perspective is vulnerable to change God never changes. He never fails to faithfully care for his children. And he always reaching out to draw his beloved prodigals back into his arms. I looked up the Bible verse I heard many times, but have failed to practice. Tuck at the end of Paul's first letter to the church of Thessalonica. Be full of joy all the time. Never stop praying in everything. Give thanks. This is what God wants you to do. Of Christ Jesus. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16-18 How have I been blind to so many riches of my own? A faithful husband who spent his morning commute to work, memorizing scripture and his evenings at home with our family, two kids, and helped with homework, not high grades. And most of the time obeyed Kevin, I and I a nutty sense of humor, an ability to talk to anyone, and make him or her feel comfortable. The gifts of singing, teaching, and writing, none of which I've earned nor deserved enough money to pay the bills, as a close full of clothes, closet full of clothes, my life overflowing with God's goodness. I began to concentrate on my own treasures, first things each day. I I list three things I was grateful for in a book I named by Blessing Journal. They might be simple as sunshine, cats and cheese, or an extraordinary as the word of God, a healthy marriage, and a church family we love. The simple act of writing three reasons to rejoice every day helped me see that God was not playing unfairly. I just needed to adjust my focus away from myself and unto the Lord's faithfulness. Sometimes later, God gave me an idea that the future set me free from envy. Each time you apply clip-bomb, pray for d barb and laura lori since i have lip balm friends i need that i pray for one of my friends at least 10 times a day every time i prayed i was reminded of all the challenges they face from relationship issues to car problems i continued this method of using a prayer prompt for several days before i knew it instead of Comparing myself to the friends who seemed richer than I was, my eyes were opened to see her life as it really was. My heart was grew with compassion towards my friends, and the envy, the sighs. I still wrestle with envy from time to time. I constantly need to remind myself that God is not limited by what I consider lack. He loves all His children with the same love, but he gives each of us different gifts and blessings, as I thank him for my unique talent and dedicated them to him. He used them for his good purpose. That thought fills my heart with joy. So what happened here? This lady was so jealous of these people. That they had things that she didn't have. And she felt like she wanted them. And she worked so hard and they barely worked for them. She changed the matter of perspective. She started looking at them through Jesus' eyes. And looking at Jesus through Jesus' eyes. Then the jealousy went to joy. And then she prayed for them. And as she prayed for them, she realized what they have, they're struggling with. On the surface, they might be looking okay. But in the end, they needed a lot of help from God more than she did. She needed help from God too. But she had that together better than they did, obviously. But she prayed for them. And she learned that she's got to keep her mind on God and his objectives. And that, hey, God's bringing you through. You got a good husband. He's a pastor. He's willing to go out and work for you. He's willing to come home and help you take care of the kids. He's willing to help you put up with you and your nonsense. You know, you got food in the cupboards, you got groceries, and you got a place to lay your head. And the parsonage, as she just said, the 40-year-old parsonage, it was provided for them. Hallelujah. They live in. And the bills probably were paid through the church of operating that parsonage. So she had a lot more than she realized. And when she realized that, she went to from jealous to joyous. Hallelujah. We'll be right back after these messages. In fact, we're just going to go on with this segment. We're not going to take the break. Um, we're going to do our prayer requests and closing remarks. And I still want to pray for my dad's sister's family that passed, she passed away. His sister did on um, Saturday, as I was we were lame my mother-in-law the rest. And I want to pray for my dad's in order. And I want to pray for Pastor Levi. And um, this knee thing that's going on with his knee. And this blood clot. And I got to call and find out my mom. To find out more about that. And uh, then we'll close. Heavenly Father, I lift up my father and my father's family to you. Right now in the name of Jesus. I just ask you Lord to. Help all of us get through this loss of my aunt, Lord, even though it was difficult to see her in the last, that none of us got really got to say bye to her or see her for months and years because of things that were going on. And Lord, we just ask you to comfort us and help us and bring us through. And Lord, I ask you to be with me and also again and my mother-in-law's side of the family. Of the loss of this mother. The loss of this wife. The loss of this aunt. The loss of this friend. We just ask you to help us through. And bring us through. And Lord. We just ask you to be with my dad's aorta. Who, who, he has an aneurysm on it. Lord. We just ask you to con- not let it continue to grow. Let it stay small. Or go down inside and take it away. And let it disappear. And Lord. I ask you to touch his back, Lord, and I was made known too that something was going on there, so work it out there. And Lord, I ask you to strengthen the aorta's wall with this aneurysm and make it strong where this a this everything can go the way you want. And Lord, I ask you to be with Pastor Levi. And his knee, Lord, and whatever this clot that may be there, Lord, whatever the situation is, I ask you to go down and touch and heal and take care of him. We ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen. And on that note, I'd like to say God bless you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And the reason why I didn't go to the break, because they're telling me we're running close on time. So that's why we're closing now i like to say God bless you, be safe, love one another, help one another, grieve with one another, smile with one another, and help one another. I'm your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, saying see you next time on God's Internet Church Podcasts, episode 51. God bless you all, and have a blessed day. And a blessed weekend, because I will... Uh, We won't be back onto the podcast now until Sunday when we do the, well, actually, yeah, actually Sunday where we'll be doing the podcast. I'll be doing it on location at um, Full Gospel Church of God in Port Huron, Michigan, and I'm not sure if we're going to be doing a, a video of it or not. I don't know yet. But we will be doing the podcast and later on we'll see what happens. On that note, I like to say God bless you and see you next time on God's Internet Church Podcast.